Welcome to episode 230 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian the Sauce Sharply. Hello! And Matt Cassell. Hello. It is Monday night, March 5th, and tonight we are continuing our deep dive into the best movies of each decade. Last episode, we started with the 1920s and worked our way up to the 1970s. Tonight, we have reached the Edmonton Oilers of our movie decades. The team we expect to beat all other teams. We the think, perfect decade. We think there's going to be some, a lot of sweeps. Few teams may take them to six, but no one's going to dare take the 1980s to seven games. Who could possibly no dethrone the possibly 80s? possibly has enough firepower to get this done. Um, Ian and Matt made a bet, a handshake bet last <laughs> week that the 1970s would beat the 2000s. We're going to break that down later in the episode. But before we get into a movie decade playoffs, was that a catchy enough name? Is that a good mar- <laughs> marketing name? 80s decade playoffs? We'll workshop it. <laughs> we do housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. McSauce.com, home of the web comics, the reviews, and the podcast you're listening to right now. Go to mcsoss.com and check out all the goodness there. If you f- want to follow our fan page, go to Facebook slash McSauce. If you want to follow us on the other social networks like Instagram and Twitter, mcsoss, and uh, we'll pop up. Don't worry. You can also go to the YouTube page. We have uh, a like thousand hit, um, a thousand views of us watching the Last Jedi trailer of us essentially just sitting there and not saying anything, but that is uh, by far our highest rated. <clears throat> we don't look so stupid now, though, do we? Now that the movies come out and we have no reaction. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. I. I we were uh, hedging our bets. I guess. We're not bombastic people. We like to take it all in. Well, before uh, we get silly. I think. I think that we are bombastic people. We just didn't do it that time you know the that, funny thing that about trailer just didn't deserve it. <clears throat> well the trailer was okay uh the thing is um reaction videos are put-ons they're bullshit uh, you know spoiler alert we did it because we knew it would get hits i can't but, force yeah, myself to get hard for a reaction video. we we are not actors we're right, real but people. everybody want to hear real reactions that's what you're going to get from us. Right. Now, everybody else that does those, they're they're fake. They're phony reactions because they know the cameras are on them. Like, I think the three of us tried to almost keep it too real, and that's why it was boring as shit to look at. But, you know, thanks, one million viewers or whatever we have. McSauce.com, we keeps it real. I think we, and I, boring. I think we do keep it real. No, <laughs> we're, I mean... For reaction videos. We don't act. We don't pretend. Like no. the shit that you hear right now is us being as real as you're. We're also ever we're, we're also not young kids that little speak little for yourself. Make old us, man make us cry. Like yeah. just a picture of Ray <laughs> and a lightsaber doesn't doesn't make us lose our minds. Yeah, we fucking seen it. She's not that great. Settle the fuck down. Answer me some <laughs> questions about why she's a pro after thirty seconds of training, and then. We'll talk about maybe crying when she's in the next trailer. Truth bombs. Look out. 
last episode, we did a deep dive. We we put full fade on anything before the 1960s, but we did our due diligence, unlike the Mix Sauce podcast. <laughs> and we looked at the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and realized, hey, there's some gems in there. Nothing to be an actual contender in 80s decade playoffs. But what were some of our highlights from the 1920s through 1970s? Well, we didn't do the 20s or 30s. We started with the 40s. We no, we looked we looked in the 20s and 30s because we were talking about Dracula. Yeah, we were but, talking about Wizard right, of Oz. Okay. Like they're like that's what I mean. Like they're not they're not contenders, but no, there but were we, highlights. We started with the 40s. Like that was kind of the decade that we started our kind of acknowledging everything that came out that we started researching the 20s and 30s that was shit just like off the cuff but was the wizard of oz the remake the the black and white to color version was that um 38 38 so there you go there's your probably your best movie out of the 30s right yeah i had this list up at some point it's gone now but well, you ambushed me because I thought we were talking the '80s, but here well, you want to recap the '20s. Disney well, Snow White also came out in the '30s, and the, and the reason why we went back was because we were being dismissive, but then we started to see a whole bunch of different movies that we actually enjoyed mm-hmm. and we knew about, and we've all seen. Wizard so, of Oz, 1939. Yes. So we went back. And, Please don't confuse that with the 19. 19- <gasps> 25 or whatever version a low light of the 20s something that's going to turn the puck over in their own end and put it in their own net <laughs> and yes. we, we originally planned just as to have this episode like the last week's episode to just be a filler because we didn't really have any topics to talk about we we're like oh you know we'll go we'll talk about some movies and we had such an expansive review of the decades that we didn't really want to talk about that we got to an hour and we're like oh shit we aren't talking about any of the movies that we were actually alive. We didn't talk about any movies that we saw in the theater during their original release. So we're like, all right, well, let's let's give the heavy hitters modern modern film its uh, its due diligence and, and its its fair shake and um, really get get into because the these were like uh, last week's podcast was like. Uh, like the play-in round, you know, these, <laughs> the, you know, the 40s and the 50s, you know, they're scrappy and they have some some quality traits. And yeah, sure, they're fundamentally sound, but they can't hang with the talent of the 90s, the 80s, the 2000s, just the sheer firepower of those decades. There you go with that dismissive talk again, Ian. Well, see, I'm telling I, you, I look at the you. 70s, you are, you are dismissive of right. the 70s. That is your your classic sharply seventies bias. But so, you, you, but for the for the most part, you look at something. You, let's take the fifties. The fifties. The biggest movie of the fifties was Ben Hur. Like that's a big all star player. That's a that's a movie that can compete. Could Ben Hur play on the nineties team? No. You gotta you gotta adjust. You gotta adjust for. You know, modern modern gameplay, but yeah, like Ben Hur is right. Like, yeah, but still, that's how. Isn't that how we kind of judge some players? Where we look at them and say, could they play in different eras of this game? Can Ben Hur play with the modern era of movie? I think I don't think it can. I, I think you you look at Ben Hur and a lot of the effects are silly. A lot of the makeup is clearly silly because all the Egyptians were played by white guys in essentially Egyptian face. 
So that's that stuff was a mess. But you look at what Ben Hur meant to film at that time and the movie making at that time, and it was it was it was like Star Wars in seventy seven. It was a big step in in movie making. So I think that gives it that I, I think that gives it a lot of legs to stand on. It it can still hold up. I don't think it has a lot of supporting players. I think it's pretty much Ben Hur carrying that team. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I feel like it's a wonderful life is is pretty significant on that team. As a matter of fact, I think that's your Gretzky of that team. Uh, yeah, you think so? Yeah, and Ben Hur is Messier. What? What? When? When did that come out? Fifty nine. Fifty nine. It's ben, a wonderful Ben-Hur? life. Oh. Uh, I was talking about Ben Hur. Uh, ben Hur was fifty nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why can't I? F- oh, forty six was. It's a wonderful life. Oh, so 46. they're not even on the same team. Yeah, you they're fucking not even morons. Yes, you guys, dumb, dumb coaches can't even get your <laughs> can't even get the players on the team right. How can you expect to hey, win? Dumb but you know coach, what? Singular over there. But you know what? We talked a lot about these teams. These old but washed teams. But we didn't teams. talk about them in in the hockey playoffs. We didn't because nomenclature. We, yeah, because we vernacular. figured that out in the last in the fleeting moments of the podcast last week, and we loved right. so, it so in, much. In, in in summary, there there are some some big players on those early decade teams up until the seventies when you really started to get big movies that hold up today big movies that can still play in the 90s in the 2000s you know 60s probably doesn't make it out of the playing round but they put up a good fight Mm -hmm. 70s has a lot of firepower i don't you know listeners out there will know matt for you know just being a little bit uh jawsiac a little 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 tunnel visioned little little one track of mind yeah that's me What's what's the combo of myopic and nostalgia? Mus- That's what Matt is. Uh, mustal- mm. nostalgia. My, but he does, nostalgia. But, but he nostalgic? doesn't. He doesn't have nostalgia for the seventies. He has it for the eighties. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if if well, there was going to be a, a Herb Brooks of the nineteen eighties, it would be <laughs> Matt Cassell over here. But as I say this, I'm I'm. I'm slamming Matt to say that he does have a point with the 1970s. A lot of the things that we like, a lot of the brands that have been rehashed or, and have um, maybe not rehashed, but stood the test of time. Your Star Wars, your Rocky, your Alien, and and many other things that I'm not touching on have came out of the 70s. A lot of the directors that go on to really coach coach their teams in the 80s to perfection your Spielbergs and you know uh, Coppolas, Coppolas. They got their their they they started with their teams in the seventies. So it's there. It's a quality decade full of really fine movies. Um, the the this first is decade. Not Ian backing out of his one hundred dollar bet, which <laughs> is official. It's the first. It's the first decade I think of the modern era. 
right? The seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousand, like oh, those yeah. those yeah. decades it's, all can like spar with each other. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when you first started getting sequels. Was in the seventies. The birth of the blockbuster or, happened no, in well, the seventies, sixties. I guess with the James Bond movies, but until then, like <laughs> James no, Bond, James Schmond. <laughs> you know, it's so weird that like that's so popular, but yet none of us are really James Bond fans. Yeah, like I it, like every James Bond movie that isn't a James Bond movie. You know, I'll take The Kingsman or True Lies or Kingsman, or True <laughs> Kingsman. Lies, or Born, the Born movies. Well, I've never seen those, but I'd rather uh, watch those. It's <laughs> funny. There's there's plenty of there's plenty of franchises that two thirds of the McSauce podcast subscribe to. But the other third is out on. Except yeah. James Bond is probably the only thing we can unanimously agree on that we're not interested. Yeah, in. Like you're doing something really wrong as a franchise if we're all just out. Yeah. But are they? I like. I don't. I mean, yeah, we don't, don't give care. a shit, so I don't know. I don't. But care. okay, enough of Let's enough, about- enough of the hype and the preamble. Let's get into the fucking heavy hitter. The 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 Oilers of movie franchises. The nineteen fucking Edmonton 80s. Oilers. Appropriate that that's when they were a dynasty. Five Stanley Cups between eighty and ninety. Right? Yeah, I think so. They so, won four straight. They won. They won two. Lost two more. Lost and won another one. Okay. Pretty sure. I thought they won four straight. Because um, no, the Canadians and the Islanders won four straight. Edmonton didn't win four straight. Okay. So uh, to start out the list, um, three right on the top of the list, uh, it it calls to mind. This was the era of John Hughes. This was the uh, the the Midwestern Chicago suburb, Sherman, Illinois, slice of life uh, that we all know and love. Everything from. Pretty in Pink to Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Like, John Hughes brought it in the 80s. Maybe not so much in the 90s, you know, looking at you, Home Alone, but uh, definitely. What? I think Home Alone is a productive player on the 90s team. Let's not. (laughs) Even, I think even Home Alone 2 is probably getting grinder minutes. You know what? Fair enough, fair enough. But like, I guess when I compare it to other, uh, other ones from the eighties, to be it's... fair, I didn't expect to be on Home Alone's team as much as I was just now. <laughs> yeah, you came hard for it. Sixteen Candles, and then another another eighties comedic staple who went on to have a um, a, a decent career here in the twenty first century. But uh, John Cusack and his lovely sister Joan got their start in the 80s with movies like Better Off Dead. I mean, come on, you got The Goonies. and then You the- did all that John Hughes action and you left off Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I didn't see it on the list. I'm What's, sorry. Um, but, but you know uh, it's a John Hughes okay, movie. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Right? I forgot that one. Okay. I, didn't, I, like, I, I actually I would, didn't know that was a John Hughes it movie. It is. It's. I feel like it's, it's super one of John the, Hughes. Yeah, What's, like it's one of the bigger ones. What's the John Cusack movie with the boombox above the head? Say anything. Say anything. 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I never saw right? it. Right? Icon- I, I never saw it either. Comedies. Iconic, but we know that's In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. We all know that shit. Terrible song. Hate it. Got the Goonies. You've heard of the Goonies, right? You like the Goonies. No. 
You don't like the? I think you like Monster you don't Squad like the better. That's no, awesome this is, because this is right. This is one. This is kind of the reverse two thirds. Because Ian, I don't think you really like the Goonies either. No, no, I fucking hate the Goonies. Right, one third Matt Goonies, just like me and Matt like Harry Potter. Ian, out. I'm out. Yeah, well, that's just that's kind of dumb. That's for that's for another decade. That's for later on in the in the pod. No, no, no. It's dumb that you guys don't like Goonies. Uh, whatever. I, okay. Goonies is fine. Any so, self-respecting '80s fan would like that. There's the '80s comes at you with your big. A lot of big genre movies, a lot of big John Hughes movies. Yeah. Also, stuff like Raging Bull, Platoon, Amadeus. Bringing the drama. Yeah. Big, like, Oscar nominated movies. Not that I think that means anything. Has anyone, have you guys seen Amadeus? I've never seen Amadeus. No. All I know is the song. I never actually saw. Amadeus. I never saw The Elephant Man or Full Metal Jacket either. I've never seen Full Metal Jacket. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. First half, great. Second half, I didn't like. Yeah, the 80s really... The the 80s really has it all. Real heavy on the comedy. How familiar are you guys with Tootsie? I've never seen Tootsie. I don't know about it. What about The Untouchables? Um, I've seen The Untouchables. It's okay. I love The Untouchables. Really? I think The Untouchables is pretty close to a flawless movie. Wow, that's insane. It's about the the best... Um, I think it might be like the best gangster movie. I I think for me, it is... It, it, it will, it's, I don't even think. For me, it is unquestionably the best gangster movie because it's not a gangster movie. It's, it's a, cop a cop movie. movie so and therefore, am, it takes it out of the gangster movie running. Like right. those gangster movies are explicitly about gangster. the other side of the law. Yeah, yeah. I'm another... not a gangster guy. I I am a hero guy. I'm a Superman guy. So give me the Untouchables. You touch on the gangster world, but from the, the good guys point of, point of, of, the, of the good guys, can't get enough Untouchables. There was kind of like a a movie reminiscent of the Untouchables that uh, starred Josh Brolin and uh, Sean Penn came out maybe like five six seven years ago um it, I, man and if i'll try to look it up but really good movie kind of the same premise as the untouchables only takes place in la as the untouchables with chicago i believe you know who uh, else is scoring a lot of goals for the 1980s tom hanks every well specifically yes but everyone's favorite christmas movie christmas story christmas story no, Die Hard, you fucking dumb. Yeah, guy. you finally came around to is it. Is it Christmas Story? Nineteen <clears throat> in the eighties? Yeah, it was nineteen eighty three. You, you the, can put together have, a Christmas line. You have the holy trinity of Christmas Story, Die Hard, and Gremlins of the fucking See, Christmas. I was gonna movies. say Christmas Story, Die Hard, and National Lampoon. I, I go Gremlins. That? I go Gremlins. I I go Gremlins too. Even before Die Hard, because that's not a Christmas movie. The 80s was really just bursting I, with original I'm gonna IP. Throw, like, I'm going to throw Scrooge on... Scrooge uh, also? Defense. Hey, you know, you, or was that early 90s? I, it was 88. Yep. Did you look that up? I know it. Oh, You can pull Scrooge off the bench. I, I'll accept oh, it. Yeah, I'll accept Scrooge as a starter. Absolutely. 
But uh, what well, I was saying well, is that, that was, okay, go ahead. Uh, the the '80s was the the thing that I think separates the '80s from a lot of the other decades is um, a lot of the original IP that the '80s came. Totally. I'm, I mean, wipe away like some of the, the the heaviest of hitters being Star Wars in the '80s. Take that out. I think you still have a decade that could smash all the other decades with you know stuff like the Blues Brothers and Predator. Ghostbusters, Back Indiana to the Jones. Future, Indiana Jones, Beetlejuice, um, all all those different things that came to life in the 1980s uh, that still to this day live right. on. Like Tim Burton's what first three movies, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, Batman, like so Edward Scissorhands. 1980s? That might have been 90. Yeah, I, I think, think that's that... in the 90s. But yeah, I mean, you see like uh, and, the, and the so, furthering of where in the 70s you have Superman starting the superhero. Yeah. Oh, Edward Revol- Scissorhands, 1990. Barely, so close. Barely so close. making it. But you have Batman kind of continuing the uh, maturation process of the superhero film. Right. So I mean, also you had like action stars for the first time, real action stars. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, these guys were, like, actually really big, right? Yeah. Their movies, if they were in it, it sold. Um, Tom Hanks was, like, arguably... Well, actually, he was more at the top of his game in the 90s, I guess, for dramatic roles. But before before Philadelphia... dramatic Tom Hanks. We, everybody loves comedy Tom Hanks. Everybody wants... Comedy Tom Hanks. We are. But he didn't become America's dad until he was in his dramatic roles in the nineties. We don't want America's dad. America does want it because they fucking voted him dad. No, we want America's best friend. (laughs) We want Tom Hanks. He was fine in the eighties, but you can't sit here and say that the eighties version of Tom Hanks is superior to the nineties version. It just isn't. It, It isn't. If we're talking about. We're talking about chops. We're talking about Oscars quality of quality of movie. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to watch every 80s Tom Hanks movie before any 90s Tom Hanks movie. Right, because you're a spiteful son of a bitch. No, because that's the Tom Hanks I like better. We argued this last week after the mics were off. Who would be the captain of Team 80s? I say Tom Hanks. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford probably is the captain. Who's the uh, who's the alternate? Because I don't even think um, I don't even think that Tom Cruise. Ah, here's here's what here's boy, why I, I think, don't know. Here's why I think Val Harrison Kilmer? Ford not, is not the captain because yeah, Harrison Ford is always a little bristly. He's not a guy that's gonna be good with the media after a loss, after a rare loss because the '80s doesn't lose very often. They, I think, they never. Lose. I think Harrison Ford becomes the alternate captain. Tom Hanks is the media face of that team. He's a good teammate. He's a great player. He's an all. He he touches he touches every part of being the captain of the 1980s team. Harrison Ford, a little bristly, a little rough around the edges, throwing a on. That's what you him. need. That's what you need to. Take your team to the top. He's the he's the Mark Messier of that '80s team. He's not the face of that '80s franchise. I, I think Ford is your best player, though, but he might not be the captain. The best player should not always be the captain. I think your captain should said. be Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise, though, Another- that's probably your 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 C and two A's right there. 
arguably, but Tom Cruise has had a heck of a career in other decades, so maybe he will be on other lines as but well. Is Tom Hanks like, or sorry, is Tom Cruise like Yarmir Yager, where he just he just plays beyond his years? Yes, he just keeps playing and playing. Another thing, uh, Ian, you started touching on the franchises. One, like the big franchises of the eighties, eighties that we didn't talk about are the horror franchises. Oh. The, the two big ones being Nightmare on Elm Street and the Friday the Thirteenth. But beyond that, uh, wasn't the first Friday the Thirteenth in the seventies? No, but beyond that, uh, no. But beyond that, you had things like the Hellraiser series, which started in the eighties. Um. Okay, so Texas Chainsaw started in the 70s. God damn it, Matt. Um, 1980. The Evil Dead movies, like Bruce Campbell, everybody's favorite cult uh, player was, you know, kind of got his start there in the 80s. Yeah. Does I mean, Bruce the, Campbell, like, the horror he's on the practice. Are... He's on the, uh, I think in there, the farm there, system. There's so many, there's so many heavy hitters on the 80s team. You have like I don't know as good as Bruce Campbell is I don't know if he makes the team. That's how that's how deep the eighties lineup is. Yeah, Bill mean, Murray, I, I, true. Bill 80s Murray, player. Don't give me that fucking bullshit. Uh, well, hipsters who are those nonsense. Hip, right. Hipsters what's will that, select him as like the his name? Paul Thomas Wes Anderson? Anderson. Wes Anderson. Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson is also a director, right? I think they're both <laughs> directors. Who? Uh, who are the cheerleaders for, for this team? Oh, we, we that's don't sexist. Deal. We don't I didn't, deal. We what don't do you deal. mean that's sexist? You're the one that's designating them as women. Cheerleaders could be men and women. We're, we're still not done with... Look at, look we're still that. not done with... Turning Cap- it right back. We're still not done with captains and alternate captains. Oh, sorry. Uh, Michael J. Fox is another one oh, my in the God. 1980s. How could we forget? Oh. Like the Connor Sheary. Teen Wolf. The secret to my success. Michael J. Fox could give Tom Hanks a run for captain because he's also a very affable. Back to the future. To, face yeah. of the franchise. I'm, uh, I like how you mentioned secret every, to my success before. Back everybody to the knows Back to the Future. Oh, okay. That's his crowning that's achievement. Okay. That's that's the MVP that he won in uh, Diet 19, Pepe commercials. 1985 hey, when he won Doc MVP. Doc Hollywood Jagoffs? Doc Hollywood's a 90s, 90s movie, you fucking oh. asshole. God damn it. But anyway, Michael J. Fox for the 80s, I mean... I think that he's he's in the running to be a captain. You know, you might have had Alien in 1979, but in 1986, Aliens, uh, the the bigger, more popular Alien movie in the franchise. Does Sigourney Weaver get get a captain? Fuck nod? yeah, she does. Does Sharon Stone get a captaincy? Nod? No, that was the 90s, my that friend. Was the 90s, you know, you know, you got to get your teams right. You got to get your scouting the department little, down. The Little my Mermaid man. is on that team potentially. No. Why not? I thought The Little Mermaid was a, a 90s movie, no? 89. Yeah. Oh, shit. You got Comes the, right in there. You got the Corys, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Licensed to Drive, Lost They're Boys. They're like your two backup goalies, and one of them is the guy that only dresses if the other two get hurt. <laughs> like, the guy... The guy yeah, I'm the, not dressing the, either the, the, One of, the of them is the practice goalie. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's That's a fun, like... Playoff run like Bill and Ted. <laughs> Bill and Ted scored the winning goal to move you into round two. You know what I mean? Like they're great That's, and everything, but Keanu Reeves goes on to be a major player in the nineties and two thousands. 
Yeah, but not on this '80s. Bill and Bill and Ted's is one of those playoff playoff runs where you get cute signs made out of it. You know, you get cute memes like, you know, that's the that's the like theme of a few games. Yeah, like, like you have that you have that one section that's like the wild stallion Bill section. And, Bill They're and Ted cheering. is like T.J. Oshie's shootout run in the 2016 Olympics. Or yeah, twenty. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's it's a capper to a really hard hitting, heavy hitting team. We didn't even mention, um, we didn't mention the just like the general, the directors of the eighties. Spielberg really came into his own. Someone like John Carpenter, uh, kind of go, came into his own with films. Then Wes um, Craven, Wes Craven, George George Lucas. Lucas um, a bunch of other directors that I'm not naming right now. Spielberg. Um, you we mentioned said Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned um, God, Matt. Get your scouting right. Sorry. Uh, um, John Hughes as John a, Hughes uh, as a writer director. Yeah, John Carpenter had maybe more hits in the '80s than any other decade. Right. So I mean, ja- it, there's James it, Cameron, The Abyss, Aliens, a Terminator, Terminator. So, so there, yeah. are, there are so many like. Parts of the 1980s machine that could potentially um, take it to victory, basically. And, and we haven't even mentioned fan favorite sci-fi yet, like Flight of the Navigator, Last Starfighter, Last Starfighter, Never Ending Story, RoboCop, RoboCop. Yep. Like there are plenty, plenty of movies, and, uh, and all those properties have been mined or are being mined. For more movies right now. Yeah, Masters that's of true. the Universe. Not a great movie. Still still something that that's being mined now for more property. Not that movie though. They're no, mining not, not the original movie, IP. No. Right. So okay, so the eighties are, are stacked. I mean we haven't we haven't really dissected the nineties, two thousands, and two thousand tens, but real quick, what are the worst Offerings of the 80s. Um, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah, like shit like that. The Cabbage Patch Kids movies. Maybe Ooh. the Fat Boys movie. Um, but the the top end of the 80s lineup is so good that, like, I mean, you can put the room in the 80s and it's not going to hurt it. Right. It's. I mean, it's too stacked. It's got The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi... Uh, the first three Indiana Jones movies, all the Rocky movies, uh, two through four. It there's there's very little flaws with with the eighties. Uh, Howard the Duck was the eighties. Okay, that's kind of a stinker. Um, that was bad. I'm scrolling through some worst movies of the eighties. The Beastmaster, I liked Beastmaster as a kid. Um, but a, a lot of these bad '80s movies, like I, I don't even recognize the Cannonball Run. That could be held up as a cult classic. I don't necessarily think that's a bad movie. Uh, Cobra, you know, what was Stallone's it? Cobra. What was it with Tom Bert- Cruise's Cocktail? What was it with uh, Burt Reynolds and car movies? Maybe you didn't want to stand up a lot. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what it was? Contract you needed Hooper? to sit down. Smokey and the Bandit, Cannonball Run, subsequent sequels, like, 
What the fuck, man? Why America was really obsessed with like cars back in the mustaches and, and cars. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, were talking about what movies would potentially bring down the eighties, and like, I'm looking through a list, and a lot of them I don't even recognize. The Exterminator. Um. Uh, what Fever Pitch? Yeah. Stuff like Beastmaster, which I really liked as a kid. Chuck Norris's Firewalker. Masters of the Universe, possibly. Yeah, could we be covered that. that we covered that right <laughs> yeah. away, along with Garbage Pell Kids. Oh, man. Uh, Ghoulies. Fuck you. Ghoulies is a great movie. Critters. It's Critters Ghoulies 2. Not so, not so strong, though. All right, so let's move into the 90s. Let's see what they have to offer. Because I think it's a... I think it's a decade that is probably a bit stronger than uh, than we're giving credit. I think it it's going to it can hang with the 80s. All right, right off right off the bat, top first 5 that show up on my list. Schindler's List, Goodfellas, Saving Private Ryan, Pulp Fiction, and Silence of the Lambs. They're like the, all of those incredible. movies can hang in with any that 1980s yeah, that is movie. a top 5. It all those wanna, movies that is a starting five. All right of those there. movies feel more like films. They all feel like they have more depth than like what the eighties had. The eighties seem to offer like a, a shallower, more fun experience, whereas these movies seem to like really get into like character depth. The the next five takes a, a slight step back. Fargo, Unforgiven, Shawshank Redemption, Malcolm X, American Beauty. I. But you Dude, could replace but, any of those with Dances with Wolves or Forrest Gump. And I mean, you could also, like, where, where those I'm are all... I'm just looking at a list. Th- those I mean, are all, like, some super serious ones, like, where if we want to go toe-to-toe with, like, bombastic, fun, sort of popcorn-y movies, you have Terminator 2, you have Jurassic Park to throw in there. Yeah, um, I mean, Braveheart, Usual Suspects, Titanic. Like, I was just going on the right, list. Right, I wasn't right. saying those were the top ten. Right. The, the 90s offered uh, The Sixth Sense, one of the, the best like thrillers like ever. or hor- I don't even know what it is. A horror movie, thriller, mystery, I don't know. What about Toy Story? Toy Story kicked off Pixar's we Empire. Didn't even, the, we didn't the, even talk any animation from the 80s. Because the animation, like the because Disney's... Because 80s is so strong... It doesn't need animation. Well, the the 80s, um, the Disney in the 80s was notoriously kind of down. Like they had the Rescuers. Oh, good I, stuff. They Five Old Goes West, Five Old American Tale. Well, yeah, that was the, Don, Bluth. Don Bluth. But it's still 80s movie animation, um, but not as strong as the 90s with The Lion King and Toy, oh. and Toy Story, um, Beauty and, and the Beast. The 90s wrapped with... Um, uh, I think it's like the last Don Bluth movie ever with Titan AE. Super, super undervalued, underrated Holy shit, uh, Sword animated the, movie. Sword in the Stone was 63. Yeah, um, in the 80s, you had, you had the uh, oft-forgotten Disney uh, gem, The Black Cauldron, mm-hmm. um, a movie mm-hmm. that Disney would never make today, but it's kind of cool that it exists, even yeah. though it's got 80s written all over it. Iron Giant. 90s movie. Oh, best animated movie of all time. Uh, that's a that's big talk. But it's the really Nightmare Before Christmas, like that's I mean, true. It, 
a classic of classics right there. Uh, more more fun sci-fi 90s shit. Men in Black. Yeah, The that, Matrix. I think that, those movies could stand toe-to-toe with any movie from the 1980s. Um, everyone's favorite movie except mine, The Big Lebowski. <laughs> it is good. I think what I'm seeing that from these lists... That movie is such garbage. It's not. But it's I, really uh, good Everyone movie. loves it. Um, the 90s is way more well-rounded than I gave it... Um, credit for because there are your prestige movies there are some like smaller quirky independent things like you have all your like what magnolia Magnolia? did you watch magnolia did you like magnolia no yeah the the, even stuff that we love like chasing amy clerks yeah mall rats yeah yeah the animation Mm. side of things are are super uh well-rounded between like classic animation 2d stop motion you know, with like Nightmare Before Christmas, and then of course Pixar's foray with Toy Story and Toy Story Two. Toy Story no, that 2 was two thousand. Nope, ninety nine. Harrison. Harrison Toy Story Ford. Two was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Harrison Ford involved in that big eighties to nineties blockbuster trade with the, starting with the Fugitive. Harrison, I mean, it, yeah, it's going with that. Yep. You know, you have uh, paying, Air Force One paying immediate dividends. Yeah, when the nineties picked him up, and then of course you have Regarding Henry, the movie that I I love. Regarding Henry, I sneakily bought a ticket to Regarding Henry so I could sneak into Terminator Two when I was eleven years old. He t- he that, took him back to the finals with the fugitive that, in ninety three. I think. I guess my story isn't interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell <laughs> tell 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 the story. So I I sneakily bought a ticket for regarding Henry with the intent to you know then sneak into Terminator two, um, in nineteen ninety one when I was eleven. So uh, then me my brother and our one friend were sitting there and an usher comes in with his uh, his little flashlight. And he sees the three of us kind of sitting there in the back of the theater. He's like, hey, let me see your tickets. And we're like, oh, shit. I hope he doesn't actually. What's that? He said, let me see your dicks. Was that code for your wieners? Because we just showed him our tickets. That wasn't code at all. He wanted to see your penises. Right. Was he using code at us? No, he said. Paul said dicks. Yeah, I know. I heard. So, uh, so So we showed him our ticket stubs. And he said, okay, I'll tell you what. You can either go see Regarding Henry or you can Like a bunch get of out. losers. Right. A bunch of 11-year-olds want to go see Regarding Henry. It, we we got as far into Terminator 2 as when um, he the Terminator goes and beats the shit out of the biker and steals his clothes and then he walks out and gets on the motorcycle and then we got kicked out. It was well, at like, least you got to see some skin. Yeah, well, that, true. That's what we went for. I mean, aside from the usher's dick, yeah. <laughs> the 90s isn't offering up the cornucopia of 80s franchises that the 80s did, but putting Scream out there, Scream was a big 90s hit. doesn't have the decades longevity that Nightmare, Friday the 13th, and all that shit had, but... Yeah, the, the time, 90s was light Scream on Scream was huge. Yeah, and then, and then you had, like, kind of, like the sister movies to that. Like I know what you did last summer and, um, destination started in the nineties. Yeah. It started in the nineties. Uh, take a look. Sure. There was urban legend was another one. Uh, candy man. Uh, although that wasn't like, when uh, was Jeepers Creepers? 2000. That's definitely in the two thousands. Um, Oh, final destination. 2000. Even. Mm. Um, 
And then, of course, Quentin Tarantino with Pulp Fiction, starting in 94, and then he had other films like... Uh, he wrote oh, True no. Lies. He, starting, or true, starting with True Romance. Sorry, not True Lies. Romance. Yeah, that's yeah, a, he, such a good movie. Yeah. Um, Christian but, Slater. Christian Slater. Oh man, he might be on the '80s team. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably on the '80s team. But uh, uh, but yeah. Quentin Tarantino with Reservoir Dogs, and then uh, Pulp Fiction, and and Jackie Brown. Wasn't there one in between there? I'm, um, I'm forgetting. No, I think didn't. Uh, Jackie Brown followed Pulp Fiction. Right? Did it? Okay, I thought I there believe was so. another one in between, but um, oh, The Godfather Part Three. Yeah, I never saw that. Oh, Heat. Heat's such a good movie. Such it's a good a really crime good one. movie. Yep, a lot of a lot of good um crime mobster movies heat good goodfellas casino is yeah. another high quality some movie people in that vein. some people will tell you ian that harold ramus's best movie ever is caddyshack caddyshack i it, say nay i say groundhog day is harold <laughs> ramus's best movie ever that, that's another thing like the 80s had or the 90s had some some decent uh comedy beats american well. history x it's on the list and I'm, let me tell you something American History X, the reason why I think that one's notable is because personally, I think Edward Norton in that gave the single best acting performance I've ever seen. Yeah, he was good in that movie. I haven't seen it. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once as well, but I remember being like mesmerized, absolutely captivated by his performance in that. Have uh, seven in 1995. David Fincher. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say getting a start. You know what he got his start in? You know what his first movie was? I don't know off the top of my head though. No. Paul, I'll tell you what it was. Tell me what it was. Ian, you can listen in on this. All right. Paul, it was Alien Three. Oh, that's right. And, or yeah, 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 that's right. And didn't who who was oh no. I was thinking uh Alien Resurrection was not somebody that uh went on to do great things. Uh, I, I have no idea who did that. Winona Ryder was that, in it. She was in Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Uh, Winona. Why? I thought you pronounced Winona. that wrong. I was just checking that you did, and you did. Oh, it's well. Winona. Right. Hey, at least I know who directed yeah. Alien Three, chump. Yep. How the fuck would I need to know that? Because it's David Fincher. I forgot. You only like how to pronounce names. You don't like movies. Uh, that's uh, that's fair. Um, fitting what in. Did David Fincher do. Uh, tons of things. He goes on to do the Social Network, the girl with Never the dragon tattoo. He, okay. he is he the Fight Club? Direct- Zodiac Fight Club Seven. Never saw Zodiac. Directed a ton Zodiac. of episodes House of Mind Hunter. House, House of Cards. Um. Anyway, it more fitting into our movie Blind Spot. Goldeneye in 1995. <laughs> That movie was like really big, and then it had the uh, the companion video game. The video that was game, like I feel like, a, is bigger was than the bigger movie. than the movie. Yeah, Paul, you mentioned earlier Edward Scissorhands, Tim Burton, uh, continuing his his strong streak. But okay, so we've mentioned a lot of movies, but we haven't really. Did we mention put, Groundhog Day? We, we did, did mention yeah. Groundhog Day. We haven't oh, really fucking s- bad boys. Michael Bay. Wait, hold on. The what whole like do? we we didn't mention any of like the uh, bad boys. The Rock. 
um, Con Air, oh. any of those fucking Face Off, any of those big fucking Armageddon. Movies. Yes, yes, great the, movies. The 90s, hyperbolic blockbusters. The nineties feel like a team that's not gonna beat you on skill. They feel like a team that's just gonna beat you on just beating you up. A big, heavy, physical team that's gonna bring shit. And it's not gonna be. They're not gonna be pretty wins. They're gonna grind out some two one, three two overtime wins. See, I disagree because we like the '90s is flexible. It has a lot of great parts that make it. It has the prestige stuff. It has the fun, over the top yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, but if the '80s is bringing all those big, huge names, '90s doesn't. '90s can't compete with the big. Actors or big franchises, and that's what I see. Well, can as you being put like can the you Gretzky's put, and Lemieux's and the you know the big skill stuff? Like the '90s is hitting you with everything. They're just throwing everything at you. Beating the '90s you down. The ni- well, okay. Well, then who's who are we doing with captains? Are we for the '90s? Let's go. Let's go there because I would. Is Al Pacino? I, I would argue captain. You could you could argue Al, Al Pacino. You could argue Brad Pitt is in there as a captain. Yeah. Um, you could argue argue Mel Gibson is a captain oh. of the '90s team with what the about? Lethal Weapon movies, Braveheart. Bruce Willis is Bruce Tom Willis. Cruise on his second team. He he might be. Is Will is Smith is Will team? Smith someone that you put on the first yeah. line with yeah. Bad Boys and Men in Black, Jerry Independence McGuire, Day, A Few Good Men. I feel Tom like Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is like the. Yeah, all- I I like Will Smith. I, Men Will- in Black, Independence Day, and Bad Boys. I think that's, that's your captain. Stuff. Yeah. Diverse, could, too. Could be. Could be. Hey, you know, that's what happens Daniel in the Daniel Day-Lewis. Kevin Costner. Kevin Ke- Costner. Kevin Costner. 90s he's Captain Material. Robin Hood? I, he's ma- he's sure. material, but I don't know. I Ro- mean, we're also... Robin Hood? Prince of Thieves? Field of Dreams? Yeah, uh, Kevin Dances Costner. with Wolves? Okay, is Kevin I Costner mean, your captain? Arnold Schwarzenegger? You can <laughs> only be captain if you're from America. Oh, how <laughs> dare you? What if well, the yeah. NHL operated like well, that, then, too? I think a lot of Well, then I guess Mel Gibson's it. out of the running. Oh, that's right. He's an Aussie. That's true. And so is Michael J. Fox for the 80s. So there you go. Oh, he's Canadian. Yeah. But so let's Will fu- Smith. So fuck well, the... Where's bo- he from? <laughs> Born raised Philadelphia. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah, kid. That's a good movie, but that they're, they're not like they're not round like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. That's they're a two thousand. Have either of you seen mm-hmm. Slacker? Um, I've never seen Slacker. I've heard a lot of things about it. I don't think I have. Kevin Smith strokes it so hard all the time. I've never seen it. Dazed and confused. I though. feel like I feel Amazing. like Schwarzenegger should be maybe the captain of the nineties. Of the nineties, maybe because of Total Terminator Recall, Turtle, re- Total Recall, Total Recall, Total Recall. Turtle Recall. Turtle Recall 90s? <laughs> Terminator 2. True Lies. Why were they all T-movies? Um, what else, though? You gotta give me something more than uh, isn't, movies. Uh, oh. uh, Twins, Junior, right? Twins um, was 80s. Twins was 80s. Is Junior 80s. Uh, junior Last Action 90s. Hero. Lack, last oh. Action Hero is 94. Uh, uh, when was Jingle All the Way? Definitely in the uh, 90s, not in the 2000s. All the way would have been, what, like 95, 96? Uh, 96, Arnold Schwarzenegger, alternate captain. It, 
because of, you want him to be your, the captain of the nineties. I feel like yeah, he earned look, it. Look Batman at, and <laughs> Batman and Robin. I mean, come on. But Commando, Predator, Terminator started in the eighties. Like, but he was better in Terminator Two. He was yeah. better in Terminator Two. Gotcha there. With 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 players like Tom Cruise and Will Smith Boy. on the board, I Fuck. I don't think I could give. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the captain. I'll he had some of the most dominating movies of the decade. Um, what's the one Matt, with the what fucking? You, what what's the one on Mars with the mind wipe? Total uh, Recall. To, yeah, oh, yeah. Turtle yeah, Recall. You said Turtle. Why recall, are you right? called Turtle Recall? I keep saying it on purpose. I screwed I, it up. You once. know, I, if you guys want, if if we want, to I don't Schwarzenegger, know. The captain. Uh, it's okay, pretty wait, 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 close. I think there are better. I think there's there are, there's a better leader. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's just. Who's in the running for the captaincy of Will, the 90s? Will Smith. Okay, Will Smith. Tom Cruise apparently always is. Tom Cruise. Right? Okay, well, Okay. give me give me Tom Cruise's three top ones of the 90s. Jerry Maguire. Mission Impossible. A Few Good Men. Uh, um, he's got others. He's got others, though, he, right? He absolutely um, Talk amongst yourself. Wasn't he in... Second. I'm going to blow your minds. Well, in the why, 90s? Why, yeah, in the 90s. Uh... I, I don't know what, what big ones he had other than those ones. Get, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I'm on this right now. All right. <laughs> yeah, he had some. Uh, he was in Magnolia, but I didn't like it. All right. Days of Thunder. Far and Away. A Few Good Men. Fuck. Firm. Interview uh -uh. with a Vampire. Mission Impossible. Jerry Maguire. Eyes Wide Shut. Magnolia. Mission Impossible 2 was in the 2000s. That list right there. That's, that's that your captain. You that's everyone. Is a big name. It's a movie. It's a big movie, and they he has dexterity, and because some of them are humorous, some of them are prestige, some of them are just blockbusters. There I don't know, man. There, he didn't do one movie in the '90s that wasn't a known movie. That's pretty good. But I mean, like, but can he be the rep of two? So, decades? so okay. So we did. We ran Schwarzenegger, and we ran Cruz. You know, Who, who's next? No, no Cruz. Cruz's nineties, because look at his look at his eighties resume. From it's Born on the Fourth of July, Rain Man, Cocktail, Color of Money, Top Gun, Legend, Risky Business, and it falls off after that. But that nineties Yeah, nineties is more That nineties list is really good. Murdering it in the nineties. We'll get to him in the two thousands. Leave that up because we might need to look at that again. It's looking good. Except night and day, which I really liked, but critics hated. <laughs> Uh, okay, right. so Tom Cruise is our is our '90s captain. I think so. I, I mean, like that, Will, that raw. That Will Smith had "Where the Day Takes You," "Made in America." I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Six, okay, six degrees of separation. Bad Boys, Independence Day, That's Men in Black. Starts. What a what a three peat right there, right there. Um, Enemy of the State, eh? Wild West, eh? The Legend of Bagger Vance. That's two thousand. I don't know. I Maybe don't know. second a, line, yeah. a at best. He gets an alternate at best with that lineup. No. The 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 give me, give bad me boys. Give me Schwarzenegger then. Bad boys, Independence Day, and Men in Black. That's strong. That's strong. Great. But you remember the Tom Cruise list I just yeah. read? It's mm -hmm. it's Hall of Fame caliber. So does do you think Schwarzenegger can compete with that? Do you have the list up in front of you? I don't. Well, before we start talking out of our ass, <laughs> you know, because we never do that. 90s, bringing the heat 
tonight. Man, who knew? Who? We left last episode thinking the the final was going to be 80s versus 2000s. It might be the 90s. The 90s has... Ni- I'm telling you what, man. 90s are going to grind that shit out. 90s are like the 95 New Jersey Devils. They're just going to neutral zone trap you. <laughs> With prestige and comedy and <laughs> fucking heavy Any, hit. Anything you want. Like except fran- except big long term franchises and no uh, no horror movies that's its blind spot right there. Nineties last action hero True Lies Jingle All the Way Terminator Two Kindergarten Eraser Cop. Kindergarten Cop um, <laughs> Batman and Robin you and end of bad one End uh, of Days was the end last. of days yep. That not, was actually kind of decent. I, I liked End of I Days. Liked end of days. I, liked not, end, I liked End of Days. I don't, as much as I love Schwarzenegger and all of those movies, even the bad ones, I don't think that competes with Tom Cruise. I I would have to agree. I, I would think, have to agree as well. I think Tom Cruise, captain of the 90s. Well, can we just look at Harrison Ford's 90s resume? We, we certainly can. Absolutely. Because I feel like we're we're not giving him enough okay. credit. Here we go. Are you ready? Is he officially the? Is he our eighties, nineties, or eighties? We want we want nineties. All right. Um, presumed innocent. None of us know that. Regarding Henry, I like that you presume. Oh, I know that, that one. Know it. We presume we we don't know that. Uh, regarding Henry, Patriot Games, The Fugitive, Clear and Present Danger, Sabrina. Oh. Air Force One. The Devil's Own. Seven Days, Seven Nights. Six Days, Seven Nights. The Devil's Own. Sure. With Brad yeah, Pitt. but no one knows what that is. I'm not. I'll, I know I, that. I also <laughs> wasn't going to count Random Hearts or what. I guess what lies beneath. Well, wait, wait. wait. You're, that's not fair because The Devil's Own is a legit movie. I've seen that and it's good. And it's got Brad Pitt. It's not like it's some fucking All right. neighbor this, TV this, movie. This movie does not compete. <laughs> with. I don't even think that this holds up against Schwarzenegger. Like, I don't. This think is it does good. Either. But he's he's third on our Agreed. list. Here. Because half bigger, of these movies are Jack Ryan movies. Right. His bigger franchises were definitely in the previous decade. Yeah. Uh, Glad I'm still we got not, that sorted. Uh, hey, I think we should get it sorted. We did. He's, yeah, but you he's, said He's the captain of the 80s team. Oh, he is the captain of the he, 80s team? I think he's, he's a captain. Tom Hanks is the 80s captain. So, so Tom we, Hanks... Wait a second. I don't think we fucking decided that because I'm totally well, against that. Well, who, so let's run want, it. So want, let's fucking run it like we just ran everybody a fucking Hold on a captain. second. I would take, I would take Michael Alex J. Fox. Yeah, I would take Alex P. Keaton's... Family fu- ties doesn't count, asshole. Well, I would take uh, Marty McFly, motherfucker. So wait, yeah, let's, I don't, no, I don't time think, out. Fuck, We're running Tom fuck. Hanks right I don't now. Think We're, the rest, I don't think the rest. All right, we'll I'll, do, I'll, we'll I'll do him. Up, I'll we'll do him J. next. Fox. You look up Michael J. Fox and I'll get I uh, don't think Tom Michael Hanks. J. Fox's 80s resume holds up to Tom Hanks. Well, we're going to we're going to find out right now. Let's see. Where's your goddamn filmography? You fucking bum. All right. After I get past your your stage Just career. seeing his face. Though, man, do I love Michael J. 1980. Fox. Tom Hanks. He knows you're alone. Splash. Bachelor Party. Yep. The Man with One Red Shoe. Nobody yep. ever saw that. I saw Volunteers, that. Volunteers. The Money yeah. Pit. Yep. Nothing in common. Here, Here's what I'll give him. He's working his ass off. Every time we say goodbye, Dragnet, Big, Punchline, The Burbs, Turner and Hooch. So that's, is- that's the list. Pretty fucking good. Working. All the time. 
working his ass off. 1986, one, two, three, three movies in 1986, banging it out. Really good. Late, late 80s, big, big money movies, but not as good as I thought. Are good. you ready for Michael J. Fox? Those are good, but none of those movies are... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, go not ahead. as good as I thought for Tom Hanks in the 80s. Um, Michael J. Fox, starting in 1980, Midnight Madness. Nobody knows. Family. Nobody knows. Here's Boomer. Yeah. Trouble in Timber County. Yeah. Are these all Canadian movies? Uh, sorry, Here's Boomer was a TV series. Fuck. Uh, 82, Class of 84. Oh, man, he really only started in 85 with Back to the Future. Teen Wolf. Light of Day. Secret of My Success. Bright Lights, Big City. Back to the Future 2 and 3. Doc Hollywood. Nope, that's but 90s. that's the 90s. That's, that's the it. 90s. How about this? So, so, Back to the Future 3 is, is, is 1990. So I guess so basically his, what I'm gambling is... is even weaker. Basically what I'm gambling is... Tons of is, TV stuff, though. Right, right, right. Um, and we're not talking about TV. What I'm gambling is Back to the Future, the, the massive, outsized presence of Marty McFly in Back to the Future and a little bit of Teen Wolf in there. Is, is that greater than the workmanlike blue collar effort of Tom Hanks? I don't know, but but I have a, a potential alternate uh, like option for our team captain of the eighties, Michael Keaton. Ooh. Night shift, Mister Mom, Johnny Dangerously, Gung Ho, Touch and Go, The Squeeze. Don't know what those are. Uh, she's having a baby. Beetlejuice. Clean and Sober, The Dream Team, and Batman. That might be better than both of our other potential cap and captains here. But what didn't we decide? Like, this is for alternate captain, right? Because Harrison Ford, just with the Star Wars films and Indian Jones. Wins, hey, Harrison right? Ford's got to be the captain. Right? After, like after looking at this, Harrison Ford's the captain. I know personality wise he's not what you want, Paul, but he's he's got the tools, man. He's got the tools, he's got the talent. Uh now Well let's run him. Let's run him because we gave everybody else. Um because one other thing to consider though, like does Schwarzenegger or Stallone deserve a shake here? All right. Well let's I'd do Stallone would before Schwarzenegger. Let's let's do Harrison Ford, who we think is gonna be you know, the hands down captain, right? 1980, Empire Strikes Back. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Blade Runner. Return of the Jedi. He's already. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Witness. Mosquito Coast. Working Girl. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's the captain. Yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Shout out from Tom Hanks movie in a couple decades. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean if if we're going on stats alone, that's I mean, it's hard to argue with that's just it. Han Solo and Indiana yeah. Jones. All right, so we we just fought fought down, dragged out the 1980s against the 1990s. So 1980s a closer Captain, matchup than I thought it was going to be, right? Right. So we're going to move into 2000s. Right. Big 2000s movies. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Uh, the pianist, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. You know we I'm, didn't. I'm 
I'm I'm falling asleep over. Re- Paul, Jesus Christ, Gladiator, Monsters Inc., <laughs> Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, The, the Incredibles, not- all of the the prequel movie, or you know, the majority of the prequel movies, all of your goddamn beloved, precious fucking Harry Potter flicks, yeah, War of the Worlds, boy. King Kong, Casino Royale, the, the James Bond, who let's could ever not, fucking yeah, care. Let's not forget stuff like Mystic River, The Departed, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh. There will be blood. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. These are heavy-hitting movies. Are you asleep? Are you awake yet, you piece of shit? Revenge of the Siths in there. Kung Fu Panda. Wally, fuck you. uh, The Phantom Menace in the 90s. It's another one. We really didn't. We're shitty. Because because the 90s is loaded up on other things. It doesn't need to put a player on the ice that's going to turn the puck over. Every time it tries to leave the defensive zone. <laughs> Same the with Menace? Attack of the Clones in the 2000s. Yeah, Phantom Menace. I mean, I like Phantom Menace, but I think I like it more for... Like, I like half of the fan. I love half of the Phantom Menace, and I go to sleep in, during the other half. Oh, okay. Would the Phantom Menace be in the top 10 films of the of the 1990s? If you had to put 10 films out there against the 80s top 10. Me? Personally, uh, that's who I'm talking to. Uh, like what I like, or what I, or what if you I had to put those films against other '80s films, because that's oh, who no, we're I playing. Wouldn't. No, no. Okay, no. Matt, would you? I, f- I feel like you would. Repeat the question. If you had to put the, I'm putting ten films of the 1980s up, and you're matching me with ten films from the 1990s, would you put Phantom Menace up there? Um, I mean, for me, yeah, but like for your average person, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that the Phantom Menace would get beat out by yeah, a fa- lot of the eighties movies and you would have yeah. strong alternates that you could put yeah, up the there. The Phantom Menace is, is important a movie as it was for kind of the, uh, the twilight of my formative years. It, it kind of, um, doesn't feel as important or impactful as a lot of other nineties movies. Yeah. All right. Um, can, can we just back up for two seconds? I want to make sure that I have these lines, right. Um, for our three forwards on the eighties, we have Harrison Ford, Michael J. Fox and Tom Hanks. What's you mean our, our, our captains? Captains. I, I figure those are our forwards and then I need a D pairing. Keaton, uh, and Michael Douglas. Good case. Uh, like it's fucking Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. And you know what? Who's who's our uh, goalie? You know, you know who we can put as put on the fucking '90s line. Gina Davis. Yeah, that's fine. We are we are so fuck fucking male bias on this episode. We are. Don't we fucking are? I didn't say we weren't. I, Did you hear me audibly say that we weren't? So who's the goalie on the '80s? Uh, Tom Wilson, Biff Tanner. Come on, it's yeah, what do you want? Yeah, I, I guess they're just gonna score so much they don't need any fucking defense. Who's How about, uh, uh, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, mm. Big Trouble in Little China, The uh, Thing. That might have been seventies. I don't know. Uh, no, The Thing was eighties. Escape from New York, right? Um, Escape from L.A. That was the first one. That was uh, two thousand. Or no, that was nineties. Escape from L.A. 
Um, okay, so the 90s uh, captain was Tom Cruise, Gene Davis, Brad Pitt's on that. Yeah, I think so. I think you got to put Nick Nicholas Cage on there, right? On the nineties team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Russell Crowe, Gladiator. Oh, and Will Smith. We forgot Will Smith. On the nineties team. Will Smith. Team. Um Nicholas Cage. We're we're, and, we're still on nineties team? Yeah, I Oh, and Schwarzenegger. Did we not Schwarzenegger? Does Demi Moore not get nineties not? She probably should, right? I would think so. Okay. That's that's it. All right. Oh, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, right? He's he didn't make the team. He didn't make he's, the team. He's All not right. on that first line. Okay, so two thousands. Oh, Winona Ryder should get eighties nod. Or nineties. Eighties or nineties. Probably no, Who do you want to take nod? off then? I got Tom Cruise, Gina Davis, Will Smith, Nicholas Cage, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. Pretty sure I spelled his name wrong. That's fine. Sorry, Demi. Two thousands. Yeah. Bruce so, Willis yeah, didn't even make it. It's a shame, but you know, tough tits. So what is the 2000s offer for you, Paul? Movie-wise? Well, I think all three Lord no, of the Rings uh, comic books, because that's what we're talking about. Um, all three Lord of the Rings movies, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, Brokeback Mountain, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Don't act like you fucking watched that movie. I did. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I liked it. Uh, I liked Sideways, too, even though it was really weird. I want to see Spirited Away. I never saw Beautiful Mind, but I love Eternal Sunshine of the I've, Spotless Mind. I've seen Beautiful Mind. Look at Jim Carrey I, just falling by the wayside. Oh, we didn't even talk, talk in his dominant era of the 1990s. Didn't he have three years in a row where, or one year where he just dominated with Ace Ventura, The Mask, and was it the Batman, uh, Batman Dumb and Forever? Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. And then Batman Forever was the next When year. was Liar Liar? Uh, I think nineties. Uh, yeah. Uh, Damn. Samuel L. Jackson. Wait, but, wait. Uh, but Sa- weren't all of the Jim Carrey movies we just talked about the nineties? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. we're we're going backwards now. We're kind of jumping Maybe up. Maybe Jim all Carrey over. needs to make that team. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, in Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Star Wars, uh, The Long Kiss Goodbye. With fellow, you know, teammate Leonardo team, DiCaprio team. and Daniel Day Lewis keep popping up. Well, when did we like dances or not dances with the wolves? The last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Did anybody like that? Yeah, movie? it was amazing. I love it. You really loved it. Yeah. Okay. Who's the, who's the actress Madeline Stowe? Is that who that is? Yes. Yeah. I prefer her over anything else in that movie. Yeah, she was pretty sexy back in the day. She was uh, always Good on stuff. HBO Naked. In the 90s, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think she was in that, like, um, uh, the one with uh, Ray Liotta and Kurt Russell. Where, like, Ray Liotta's a cop and he kind of becomes infatuated with her. I have a feeling I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. I only know her nude scenes, so (laughs) you're going to have to reference those. Uh, Okay, so we got... uh, Avatar, yeah. right? Avatar yeah. was yeah. in the 2000s. Nobody um, gives a shit about that We got movie. the Harry Potters. The Harry Potter franchise. Who could ever care? Big 
fuck you who could ever care though that that's that's a big player i know i'm i'm being team. i'm being facetious you i don't like it you know what but i absolutely would put one of those movies on my top 10 if we're going to mash up against other decades you know what else is a big player in the 2000s shrek franchise yeah i mean who i don't care but at least sure. one or two well, here's the thing. Something had to be big at the time, and you know, because there really wasn't a whole lot. It ended up being Shrek. You don't like Shrek? Am I the am I the one third that is into Shrek? You know yeah, what? I I, I, didn't I haven't seen. I saw the first two Shreks, and I enjoyed them. That's probably all you need to I, see. I, I don't really remember them that well, uh, but something tells me that they're a, a bit too. Uh, current like too steep in pop culture to be kind of uh, anything but like a period piece even though it's trying to tell like a timeless fairy tale yeah the uh the 2000s really does have once we get some more uh quentin tarantino stuff with the uh, kill bill one and two inglorious bastards was oh nine that's right uh we get scorsese with the departed with every fucking Boston did, actor ever that lived. Did you see uh, Munich, Steven Spielberg's Munich, the I've movie never a, seen Munich, no. about the uh, Israeli retaliation against the 1970-something Olympic... Uh, so, this is 78? 78? I, actually, I don't, I don't know. But okay. anyway, it's supposed to be I've never really seen good. It, but I know what you're a bit about. on the dark side, but uh, I really want to see it. But I just never did. I remember I went on a quest to find it, you know, yeah. without having to buy it. So you know, you're checking like <laughs> Netflix and HBO and cable to see if it's on nowhere. Hmm. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, popular 2000. Hmm. Caribbean, interesting way to say it. Pirates of the Caribbean, popular 2000 series. Yes. Iron Man, popular 2000 Ooh. series, kicking off the modern oh, age wow. of Marvel movies. What year was that? Here 2000, we go. 2008. Here it comes. What? What do you mean, here it comes? What are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, we do a comic book podcast. I've, We've talked about this movie no, a I just thousand meant, times. I just meant here it comes as in, like, the big stuff. Now we're getting into oh, okay, the big okay. reason the 2000s <laughs> are going to compete for the title. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Arguably, Spider-Man one, the best superhero movie. Yeah, Spider-Man one and two; those are my two favorite superhero movies. And two is arguably mine and Ian's favorite. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, X-Men, the the X-Men one one and two, two. yeah, the Royal Tenenbaums. Sadly, (laughs) X-Men three. Just kidding. Wes Anderson's garbage. (laughs) Can we all agree that Wes Anderson kind of sucks? Garbage. I don't like Wes Anderson. No. Unanimous. McSaw says so. Wes Anderson (laughs) sucks and James Bond sucks. They can go fuck each other in the butt. Christopher Nolan really flexing here. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. This is the 2000s, buddy. Uh, Christopher Nolan has Memento and uh, The Prestige as well as the Batman franchise. Donnie Darko, The Wrestler, Black Hawk Down. The Wrestler was good. Castaway, Tom Hanks, making his presence known. Rocky Balboa, resurrecting a a franchise that had been dormant for for 20 years. Didn't Chris Nolan do The Prestige? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, he said that. Sorry, buddy. That's okay. Sometimes when you talk, I just close my ears. Yeah, I I hear you. Um, So how about horror in the 2000s? 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead. Zombies made their first... (laughs) 
their 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 uh, return, I guess, from the seventies into they were kind of they lay dormant through the eighties. I 90s. saw Shaun of the Dead on my birthday. Did you um, in the theater? Yeah, yeah. Um, my my personal favorite. It was such a hostel. Such a delight. Um, the Saw franchise kicked off. Ugh. In the, well, I'm just saying uh, for horror. Have you seen those, Ian? Uh, I saw the first three. Um, I think I've seen the first five. Yeah, and um, they're they're like watchable, but why are they so popular? I just don't get it. People, especially back in the early two thousands, really like that torture porn maybe, kind of stuff. Maybe if you and Ian sit down and have a brainstorm about Saw and Harry Potter. You guys could come into an agreement of why each of those franchises are enjoyable. Well, I don't really like Saw, and he likes Harry Potter. So. Right, that's what I mean. Like, like Matt doesn't get Saw. Like neither do I, though. So we don't all get Saw. I don't. Not really. No, I think you're missing it. I think you're missing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm missing it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know what you're going for, but I think you're missing it. Um, almost famous. Anybody mm-hmm. see that like that? I like yeah. the almost. I've never like seen that. that. No. Doesn't I have recently Jason Lee in it. It did. Yeah. I recently watched The Hurt Locker, which was entertaining because it had Hawkeye and Falcon in yeah. in uh yeah. Iraq. So that was cool. The Hurt Locker was good. I like um I was thinking about what drama movies I like. I saw that 30 days of movies list mm-hmm. that our good friend Larry Ganny post on Twitter and one of the days was uh, your favorite drama. I don't know if I have one. The really? first movie that popped to mind was Love Actually. That's kind of a dramedy. Yeah, it's does, kind of a uh, comedy, just yeah. as much as a drama. I don't know if I have a favorite drama because I don't like dramas. No, you don't like serious stuff. No. What about oh, no. Castaway? Two thousands Castaway. It. Well, that's Tom Cruise. That's, Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Me? It's Tom Hanks. At his best, because he had to act against himself for two hours. Yeah, I, not, I never saw it. I, it's, it's, well, Forrest Gump is a drama. Yeah, I liked Forrest Gump. Forrest Maybe Gump I'd is fantastic. Forrest Gump by default. A League of Their Own is uh, another Tom Hanks of the '90s. It is, and that's a drama. a bit of a drama or a com- com- dramedy, comma or comedy. I call it commas for short. Right, uh, but the actual term is dramedy. <laughs> <laughs> Did either of you see A History of Violence? Yes. I saw it. Yeah, I liked it. It's very it. good. Yeah. It was good. I liked it, but I was kind of off-put by Aragorn. And his butt? Just, yeah, being his a butt was in it a lot. naked regular guy. See, I don't I remember him, him being nude have in been it all like that. Oh, there was leader all kinds of, of I mean, I, <laughs> I watched it. I don't remember his nudity as a stand Maria Bello, though. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Um. So... Um, when does Hugh Jackman get his nod for captaincy? Well, I guess this would be the decade, right? Or, or the, the next decade. Um, uh, probably this decade. The 10s, the 14s. Do we want to cover the last seven years? Can the last seven years compete? Um, sure. Why not? Why, why wouldn't they be able to? Well, wait, wait, wait. We we uh, haven't named any captains or anything like that. We need to give the 2000s its due. All right. Well, so you're putting Hugh Jackman up. Is that what you're saying here, Paul? You got it. For the 2000s? Uh, maybe. When was the, the first X-Men was in the 90s, right? First X-Men was 2000. 
<coughs> so all right, I think so here Hugh we go. Johnny Depp would be get, what? Oh fuck! Yeah, the Johnny Depp, <laughs> Depp Renaissance. What about McConaughey though? Yeah, McConaughey is in the later two thousands, like the tens and up, right? Um, <laughs> the McConaughey. So let's run uh, Hugh Jackman, X Men, Swordfish, Kate and Leopold, X Two, Van Helsing, Happy Feet, Flushed Away, The Prestige, The Fountain, Scoop, X Men: The Last Stand, Swordfish, Deception. Yeah, I said Swordfish. Oh. Australia, X Men: Origins Wolverine. So that's his two thousands resume. Other than um, X Men and the Prestige, like and... all the yeah, like Happy Feet, you're not winning with Happy Feet. <laughs> Nobody should ever you win. No, Swordfish feet. was not good. So I don't think that uh, Hugh Jackman um, really kind of her name. Erin uh, Brockovich, um, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. She would be a nineties. Nineties. We should have put her on the nineties. Every everybody yelling at us right now, we'll we'll retroactively put her on the nineties. Jennifer like Aniston. Uh, no, because we're equal opportunity. Charlize Theron. Uh, I'm looking up 2000s actresses. Um, it's so. I mean, the 2000s. Ian McKellen. Just, uh, for, the 2000s stinks because we're struggling. We have to look up who acted in the 2000s. Well, no, we're trying to give it the same amount of justice. Samuel as L. Jackson did. is on the 2000s list. That was when he was in. Everything. He's on the list. He's on the team. It fucking sucks because you look up all of these movie, like all the lists we're looking up, they bring up the movie posters and none of the actresses are on the movie posters. <laughs> so even though like Nicole Kidman and Julia Roberts and Angelina Jolie, like all of these, all of these actresses have had huge decades. They're not front and center. So they're not like they don't immediately jump to mind. Like, Meryl Streep should probably have a, a letter in one of these decades. Oh, Sandra Bullock, 90s? Yeah. Or, 2000, or is it 2000s? <coughs> I don't what, know. For uh, the 2000s. 2000s, Christian Bale, American Psycho. He was in Shaft? Yeah, he was the villain in that. Laurel Canyon. Um, Dragon... Something. Reign of Fire, Equilibrium, The Machinist, Batman Begins, Harsh Times, The New World, The Prestige, Rescue, Rescue Dawn, 310 to Huma. All right, he's on the list. We got him. Dark Knight, Terminator Salvation, Public Enemies, which is the movie that we were talking about before that was very um, Untouchables like that era. Oh, wait. That's what you were talking about, right? No. Not Public Enemies. I don't think so. It was Josh Brolin, not um, Christian Bale. Isn't he also in that movie? I don't think so. No? I forgot. Oh, Johnny Depp is in this movie. I forgot about Sandra Bullock and Practical Practical Um, Magic. Does Johnny Depp get a 2000s sniff? Um, Yeah, I put it. Yeah, he's he's the captain. Of the 2000s? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that, uh, let's see here. Who else would possibly be? Uh, Tom Cruise is always in the running for everything. Oh, Russell Crowe. Gladiator, Master and Commander, uh, A Beautiful Mind. 
Russell Crowe. He definitely should be in the running. We don't talk a lot about comedic actors as being the face of the franchise. Will Ferrell, maybe? He had a pretty decent run in the early 2000s. Are we in the 2010s yet? Not yet. No. We're, we're still, trying to uh, come we're up still hashing out the... Can we earmark Jennifer Lawrence for 2010s? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, sure. We don't recognize girls on the Mixhouse podcast. Never said that. Never said that. We're, don't we're, words in my mouth. Don't go ahead. Um, well, I was going to Will Ferrell for the uh, 2000s. The Ladies' Man, Drowning Mona, Zool- Zoolander, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Boat Trip, Old School, Elf, Anchorman, uh, Starsky and Hutch, Wedding Crashers, The Producers. Ben Stiller? No, Will Ferrell. No, no. But- oh, Ben Stiller? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm still going. Um, Stranger Than Fiction, Talladega Nights, that's Curious those, George. That's a- that's a big resume. Blades of Glory, Semi Pro, yeah. Step Brothers, yeah, Land yeah, of the yeah. Lost. All right, he's on there. Is he on there? The other guys? Or that's the 2010s. So, Will Ferrell? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Bridges? Eh, probably not. So, uh, do we want to move on to the to the 2010s? I, and I don't have a goalie. Leonardo DiCaprio, he's on there. Yeah, The Departed, Blood Diamond, isn't, isn't that one of the ones? But Blood Diamond? What, you making a face When there? was uh, that movie where everything goes upside down? Inception. Uh, I feel like that's oh, in the next... Uh, is it? Maybe 2010? N- Maybe 2011. Well, let's... 2010. So that's next decade. Leo might be able to be a captain in the decade that we're in right now. Do we want to run that decade down and, and well, talk I'd about it? Well, I put him for the 2000s because of, uh, like, The Aviator and The Departed in particular. Yeah. Blood Diamond. Put Leo on there. So the 2000s overall, we've been focusing on actors. Not quite but, as strong as I thought it was uh, last week. Movie, the '90s definitely wise. way stronger. Yes. Well, well, movie wise, movie star wise, the and 2000s doesn't have a lot of movie star power. The '70s are stronger than the 2000s. Uh, I, yeah, I would definitely agree. But the '90s is like. Does that uh, mean I won the bet? The the bet that we never yeah, had. Yeah, yes, probably. Yes, Ian that does yeah, the, the nine, I think we the, both lose because the nineties is clearly the nineties is gonna more, is gonna take the eighties to seven. We'll but see what you know happens. what? We honestly what haven't are, done so, the two thousand and ten. So nineties nineties is the house. House wins. You guys break even. Uh, yeah, the nineties. I'm, like, I'm not even seeing a lot of like the big superhero <clears throat> blockbusters in the two thousand. Well, we're allowed yeah. to make our own list, in right? The, yeah, and you know what? That's because like there were. Um, you know, you you got Spider Man and the X Men in the front, right? And, yeah, and was, then in the back up, you got Iron Man and like, Bat in the Dark Knight trilogy. But yeah. kind of that's it. Um, in an era where we get what? How many superhero movies are we going to get this year? Eight, something like that. <laughs> like, well, oh, you know what we didn't mention in the uh, in the or maybe we did mention it, but in the two thousands, uh, the Dark Knight. Oh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, we did mention. Okay, because that's that's a really strong one. I think. Yeah, like that's absolutely. Batman Begins even is, yep. is pretty strong. Yep. I think. 
So getting getting into the uh, 2010s, um, obviously things like the Avengers, mm-hmm. 2012, uh, most recently, um, you know, Civil War. Uh, did you guys see Beauty and the Beast? I thought it was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I yeah, like Beauty I and the Beast. It. I thought it was really good. Um, Mad Max movie that oh, we man, all that really good? fucking like. Yep. Um, the Force Awakens. Easy A. Moneyball. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim's a great one. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, a movie yep. that we all love and have talked about a whole a lot. lot. Of people really like the big short. I didn't Girl see with the Dragon Tattoo. I, I didn't. Girl really with the like Dragon Tattoo is awesome. Uh, did you guys see Arrival? Arrival was I really didn't good. I see that. I really like uh, that. I Rick, saw Wreck It Ralph. Loved it. Never saw it. But I did see uh, Dennis Villeneuve's other movie. Is that how you say Dennis his name? Villeneuve? Is it Vill- I'm pretty sure is it's it Dennis Vill- Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Yeah. Sorry. It's not Villeneuve. What else did he make, I'm Paul? cultured asshole. I don't know. I just know how to B- say his Blade name. Uh, well, uh, between the two of us, if we combine forces, we're very good about who he is and what he's done. He made a movie called Prisoners, Hugh Jackman, uh, Hugh, you know, the 2000's own Hugh Jackman, um, starred in that alongside Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, one of my absolute favorite movies, Prisoners. Which, by the way, coincidentally, Paul, saw that on my birthday, too. This um, is the tour of Matt's birthday movies. Fruitvale Station, never saw it, but Ryan, Ryan Coogler is king of ethnic movie making these days. Uh, it, it can't just be movie making. Remember how Paul was on his high horse about inclusion? That's a sham. Ethnic movie making. Ethnic movie making. Yeah. Paul, uh, I just girl. biggest, biggest letdown of a movie. Really, you didn't like it. The ending. I, I really, loved it. I really yeah. liked. Gone I loved girl. it until the end, which was dog shit. Um, I thought the end was perfect. Yeah, it was too it's, perfect. It was fucking real fucking in, life. I'm gonna, right, which isn't the that worst. the isn't that the true horror? That's not why. Yeah, but that's not why I go to movies. Yeah, and I'm gonna take you back a decade, back to the 2000s, on the final on the final uh, movie of the Matt's birthday movie tour. <laughs> and I in, doubt it, but let's go. In 2008, I on my birthday I went and saw um, Burn Before Reading or Burn After Reading. Yeah, um, that movie, the Coen Brothers, yeah. I believe. Uh, it was such a I mean, like, it's watchable. I've seen it twice. First time I saw it, I thought, give me my money back. You ruined my birthday. Um, <laughs> but since then, I've come to, like, kind of appreciate it because, yeah. like, it's got performances that are amusing. But anyway, I think that's the only one. So the three that I've seen on my birthday, Paul, what are they? A little quiz. Shaun of the Dead. Um, Burn After Reading or Before Reading. I don't before. know. What the, before Reading. And then um, what was the third one? Oh, Prisoners. Prisoners. So for everybody playing at home. Yeah. For those of you keeping track. <laughs> Days of Future Past. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. 2014. Future Past. We talked about Inception. Lego Wolf, movie. Wolf of Wall Street. Big another winner. Leo Leo joint. Yeah. Shutter Island. Another Leo oh, joint. I the like Revenant, where he finally won his Oscar. So I'm, I'm just saying I'm feeling Captain. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Michael hard, Keaton hard, hard makes his those. makes his comeback in in the 2010s with Birdman. <laughs> and Came back strong as the villain Spider Man, and also had a starring role also, in the other guys as the captain. Yeah. The 2010s is also the McConaissance. 
It is in the Reconnaissance with an uh, interstellar Dallas mud. Club. Bridesmaids. Kristen Wiig kind of made her, her mark in the 2010s. Um, Anne Hathaway had a lot, of, a lot of traction in the 2010s with... Dark Knight Rises. Uh, she had what? She was in uh, Bride Wars with uh, what? Who was that? Who's the other person in Bride Wars? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway and, and um, blonde chick. Don't remember with her the name. Great butt from she does the have a nice Owen butt. Wilson movie. Right. She's with also in guy, Almost the Famous. Guy with the big teeth, Matt Dillon. She's in Almost Famous. Um, Kate Hudson. Yes. That has uh, to be. This has well, to be entertaining for the folks at yeah, home as like, we like guess so, at I'm, names. I'm looking at the reconnaissance, <laughs> and I think it, I think it might be weaker than we think. Because run the reconnaissance. Like, so we're going, we're going 2010 to now. It's the Lincoln lawyer. Okay. Um, Bernie, Kevin <coughs> Joe, the paper boy. I'm sure none of us know those movies. Mud. I know Mud. Mud. Magic Mike. We know Magic it. Mike. There you go. Synthesizer. Uh, doesn't count. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Wolf of Wall Street. Two big movies. Interstellar. Uh, Free State of Jones. He did a voice in Kubo in the Two Strings. Big uh, cult hit. Um, and uh, he did Gold, The Dark Tower, and that was it. Hmm. So was the was the reconnaissance in the 2000s? Uh, no, no, it was, Ghost it was right there. Past, fool's gold, no, that's where he failure to launch. All that stuff buried him. That's the stuff the that era. was sort of commercially viable that everybody hated. Rain of fire, but we know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but nobody liked it. That's not the stuff that he didn't. Didn't we? We no, we didn't because none of it had any critical acclaim, and we didn't. That, like I love any all of that, that stuff. Shit. Give me a good romantic comedy over some fucking. Oscar praise drama any day, but you didn't. You don't want. You don't like dramas anyway. I don't. So fuck your dramas. Chris Hemsworth is probably going to be on this team. Uh, he's in everything, whether it's a starring role or a cameo. Yeah, like Star Trek, that race car movie, the Thor movies, Avengers movies, Ghostbusters, Vacation. Like, and this is all within yeah. the last eight years. Does um. Who, uh, oh, geez. Who's married to Olivia Wilde? Her husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? He's a, he's an actual person. Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Um, does Jason hey. Bateman get a nod for anything in the 2000? <laughs> a lot of his works TV, brother. Teens? A lot of his, his works TV. Arrested we don't, we're Development not, and Ozark. Ozark. But Those are TV he's been in a shows. lot of movies. Yeah, let's think about the comedies that that he's been in uh hor- Jason Bateman. horrible bosses um extract extract um, was really good i like that movie it, it was really good although i think that was in the 2000s not the 2010s horrible bosses 2010s um he was bad in bad words bad words really good movie um, right. Do you, you want do you want the 2000s and then into the 2010s give me whatever's Whatever his better decade resume is, just read his resume from. He, he has a lot of like small ro- roles, like he's in Starsky and Hutch, but I don't remember him from that. He's in Dodgeball, but I don't remember him in that. Oh. He's in The Breakup, I don't remember him in that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So name shit we know that he was in Team that Wolf we remember. Two. Uh, he. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it, it's got to probably start with Extract in 2009, and then Couples Retreat, 2009. Oh, great movie. 2010, The Switch with uh, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds also. He was in um, in in the Will Smith uh, superhero one. What was that called? Hitch. H- Hitch. Hancock. In, Hancock. Hancock. Or, yeah, Hancock. Yeah, not Hitch. Hitch, Hitch, was, Hitch was a superhero was take Smith. of a different ty- type. Um, horrible Bosses, The Change Up, Hit and yeah, Run, yeah. Mansom, Disconnect, Identity Thief, Bad Words, Pump, the longest week. This is where I leave you. Oh, Horrible bosses two. One. Fist the, fight. The Lego brick. Or no wait, he was, was he in fist fight? No, he was in the gift, which was really good. The gift was really good. This uh, is yeah. where I family leave fang really Zootopia central intelligence office Christmas party. I just watched that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I like and that. game night. Um, none of that shit blows my skirt up. Yeah, so, yeah it's, he's it's all OK. I don't I don't expect him to be. <clears throat> I don't expect him to be a, a letter player, but he's he's a contributor. If he's and a, when he's we do TV, guy. if and when we do TV, he absolutely is a two thousands potential candidate but, for uh, Arrested move, for, Development. But this movie resume, it's okay. I, I mean, that's a yeah, that's a solid solid lineup. Is uh, his his Arrested Development counterpart uh, Michael Sarah isn't isn't on the list, right? I don't think so. Okay, neither is. Uh, his clone Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, no, but Jesse Eisenberg probably has a bigger resume to offer than Michael Sarah. But so overall, two thousands movies kind of falling short. Two thousand tens, pretty promising. The movies themselves. This is what I've learned. The movie stars are kind of not as important, and I think we all knew this. Not as important going forward, or we're kind of struggling, like. With we know the franchises, but we're like, ah, what else did this person do? Right, not a lot out of outside of the big franchise. The big franchise, right? So, right, because um, you got Robert Downey Jr., who's like a name amongst names. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, although Chris Hemsworth is branched out, and you know it so has Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. with things like Sherlock. Um, who else? Uh, there, I mean, there if one... we're if we're looking with inside the you know the franchises, uh, Chris Evans. Also, I don't feel like, you know, he did Snowpiercer, which yeah. was really good. Um, but other than that, yeah, and he also was had a small role in uh, Scott Pilgrim. But, That's right, yep. Yeah, I mean, not a, not a ton of things outside of that stuff. Um, you got to factor in some of the, you know, Fast and the Furious stuff. Um, you know who we didn't mention was James Franco. Yeah. He's been in... Everything. That's true. Yeah. Um, longevity, a long career. Uh, would you say that though the the last um, eight years have been his most prominent uh, period? I, I would say so. Uh, probably more critically acclaimed, right? Yeah. And uh, I think that even he. And then, where do guys like Matt Damon or Ben Affleck kind of fall in this? Within this, because I mean, probably real heavy on the uh, the 2000s list, not so much 2010. Yeah, that doesn't even. You have Affleck with his his big commercial movies in the early 2000s, and then 
isn't Argo late into like maybe 2000 and Argo is like 2012 2012 okay so yeah his his the movies where he was the star of mostly took place in the 2000s, but then the critical acclaim that he received later on was in... What about The Town? Um, the Town was, I think, 2011? 2010? Well, then maybe the 2010s for Ben Affleck. I mean, he's got that. He's got Batman. I mean, if you give him Argo, The Town, and Batman, that's... That's pretty formidable. Within eight years, that yeah, right. And Gone Girl, we forgot 2014's Gone Girl. Yep. And talk about that. Yeah, maybe Affleck. I I wouldn't be ashamed to put Affleck up there as a, you know, the 2010s captain or or, or in the goalie. in the running for goalie. Yeah. I I have Leonardo DiCaprio as the uh, as the current captain. Uh, I'm gonna Paul. I'm gonna throw this team at you, and you can do whatever you want to it. Leonardo DiCaprio is your is your captain and center. Uh, Kristen Wiig, she's on the wing. For what, Bridesmaids and Ghostbusters? Did she do anything else of note? Most of her stuff, uh, in fairness, is, is television? Saturday Night Live. Get her off yeah. the list. Okay, <laughs> gone. I appreciate you guys trying to be diverse for the first time in two episodes, but this is not the time this for it. That's ridiculous. That's a garbage pick. <laughs> Anne Hathaway probably did more than Kristen Wiig did. Yeah, she had two big movies, but come on, son. Kristen Wiig. What the fuck happened when I went to the bathroom? You guys lost your damn minds. Well, why don't you give, uh, now that you got the heat, why don't you give us some some good ones? I would be fine with putting Anne Hathaway on, um, didn't we put her on the 2000s team? No. We didn't? No. Probably should be on the 2000s team. Sandra Bullock should probably be on the 90s team. Sandra Bullock. Isn't it Sandra Bullock? Sandra. Whatever you want, man. Hathaway's I, I, got... Hey, look, if, if whatever, we're splitting hairs about pronouncing things right, let's just pronounce well, them right. you really fucked <coughs> up Denny VNU. Like, real bad. You were like, Denny villain guy. Villain view. Yeah, that's not totally not right. How do you right. say it again? Sandra and Sandra... There are two acceptable ways of pronouncing the name. But we've never heard anybody, other than you, of course, say Sandra Bullock. It's always been Sandra Bullock. And not only that, but, like, that's a common name. Like, Dennis Villainview is not, like, super common within, like, you know, mass pop culture. Like, it's not, like, a super well-known name. Um, What was the really abrasive actress on Roseanne that was Roseanne Barr's friend? Sandra uh, Bernard? No. Sandra Ber- Bernard? Sandra Bernhard. Bernhard. Not Sandra Bullock. I thought it was Sandra. Not, or, yeah, not, I thought not it was Sandra. Sandra Bernhard. Oh. You right. just said Sandra Bernhard. Correct. Like, that's I how... just said Sandra Bullock. Right, because... And you were giving me a hard time for Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God. So, I just what? proved to you, asshole, that you can say it both ways. No, you can't, because yeah, one you is... Can. No. One is pronounced Sandra, and the other is Sandra. Like, I mean, it's... I realize it's it's subtle, but there is a difference. Oh my god. Goes both ways. Both ways. Sandra, Sandra. Okay. Alright. Are you looking it up? Nope. <laughs> I had uh Anne Hathaway, but you guys had the Sandra Sandra fight, so you know, whatever you want to do. I like Anne Hathaway, put her in any decade you want. 
Give me some Anne Hathaway uh, filmography from the 2010s. Valentine's Day, Alice in Wonderland, Love and Other Drugs, Ten Mountains, Ten Years, Rio, One Day, The Dark Knight Rises as Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Never called Catwoman. Lay <laughs> Miz, Girl Rising, Don John, Song One. That's falling off here. Rio Two. Yeah, it it, it gets goofy, uh, but inter- that's a strong early. Interstellar, resume. The Intern, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Colossal, Ocean's Eight, and then. The, these are all movies in post. What about Jesse Chastain? Wouldn't, um, that, wouldn't she come before Anne Hathaway? Run off her list. Make a case for her, son. Okay, give me a second, will you? I thought you had it all loaded up. You're all confident and cocky and shit. Well, I still She's zero. Feel- I know, Zero Dark Thirty... Doesn't she have a movie out right now? Yeah, just um, give me a second. I'm just... I, I'm, I'm talking while you're finding. I'm talking. All right. What else? Uh, <clears throat> Jessica Chastain has been in. She was in Inter- Interstellar as well. Right. She was in The Martian. I'm gonna. A lot of space movies. She likes that um, kind of thing. She was in The Help. Uh, she was in The Debt. Don't know what that is. Um, a lot of movies with the the. Qu- the Interstellar. The Interstellar. The Tree of Life. Ah, there the we help. go. Help. Texas Killing Fields. Touch of Evil, Lawless, The Color of Time, Zero Dark Thirty. The, the Zero Dark Thirty. Um, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling Mama, most the Mama. Interstellar. Eh. We're not Crimson feeling this. Peak, The Martian. We're not, she's not getting the vote. Get out of here. The Huntsman. The zookeeper's Wife. Paul, you mentioned... Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she's not. I think she's Jennifer Lawrence is our list. 2012 female representative. Well, 2012. We we uh, uh that happens to be the movie I'm looking up right now. We we don't just limit it to one, Paul. We have inclusion for all races, genders, backgrounds. Where's Denzel's letter? I don't In the know. 90s. I don't know. We didn't even we didn't we right? we didn't even talk about Denzel. Where's, Why not? Where's Martin Lawrence's letter? Martin Lawrence doesn't get a letter. Uh, Denzel, maybe. Denzel could potentially be. That's the problem, though. Like Denzel, performance 90s and thousands. We're going with the big movies. We didn't really do a deep dive into performance. So, I mean, Denzel has a lot of movies that span throughout the decades. I don't know. I mean, we we. It's going to be hard for him to compete. What's his three biggest movies ever? Probably Malcolm X. 90s. Uh, 90s. That one with Ethan Hawke. Training, Training Day, Day, which Two- is 2000s. That might have been 90s. I think it was 2001. Okay. Because that's when he, he won the uh, award for Best Actor in Okay. In Philadelphia? Um, yeah, Training sure. Day, we, can, 2001. we can put that up there. But he was, didn't he win Best Supporting Actor in Glory, which is the 80s, Ooh, I believe? Right. Um, Flight. Was a really great film. Twenty tens. Yeah, but so that's not the flight's not gonna talk. So no, I don't like three. the movie isn't gonna do that. But like his performance is is really good. He got game. He was great, and he got game. All right, is he is he on it a line on a team here? <sighs> yeah, I don't know what which decade to put him on. I mean, I I don't. I feel like nineties is the team you're gonna put Denzel on. I I don't know. I kind of right, well, think here, like let me the two thousands. Uh, you got Tom Cruise. 
Uh, I haven't decided yet between Jim Carrey or Gina Davis, Will Smith, Nicolas Cage, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then Demi Moore or Julia Roberts as your goalkeeper. He had a strong, he had a really strong early 90s. Malcolm X, Philadelphia, Pelican Brief, Crimson Tide. Um, it maybe he's two thousands. Remember I the Titans, he, yeah. Training Day, John Q, Antoine Fisher, Man on Fire, Inside Man, American Gangster, Taking of Pelham, One Two Three, Book of Eli. I think it's two thousands. Two thousands, yeah. Book of Eli was twenty ten, but it was real close. All right, yeah. so here's your two thousands team: Johnny Depp, Samuel L. Jackson, Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Will Ferrell. And, uh, yeah, we'll That's put them on there. So what movies of these decades are going to compete with the 80s? I feel like the 80s and the 90s really came away from this episode as our top two. Our the, top two, like, movie decades. Because the 80s and the 90s did something that the other decades don't do, which combine, like, this massive star appeal with these massive franchises. And I don't think that the same thing happens in the 2000s or even the 70s, really. It's not just the the franchises, though. It's kind of this, like, even if it's not a franchise, it still has this, like, larger-than-life kind of appeal that, while very good and very strong, the 90s don't seem to, to match as well. Um, the 90s don't seem to match what as well? Like, the this, like larger than life kind of um Jurassic Park doesn't go no, up against something Well, like yes it does, but in sheer numbers like for every one Jurassic Park there's, you know, the 80s has like four answers for that. I think it's it's tough know. to compete I mean, with like, the 80s, but close. the 90s has a lot of a lot of surprises in there. Well, yeah, yeah. that and I think it has more uh diversity too. I think there's it's, it's a well-rounded decade. Yeah, like the '90s comes at you with something like Eyes Wide Shut, which isn't something that's gonna crack our personal top tens, but something that everyone knows about. Yeah, something that was a big. I thought most people movie. make fun of that and hate that movie. It was weird, but it clearly left a mark. So did Showgirls. Um, underrated goes on the list too. Starship Troopers from the '90s is a completely underrated movie that I think Paul Verhoeven, same guy made RoboCop. Did I get that name right, Paul? And yeah, uh, you did. Showgirls, which is what reminded me of it. But um, I don't. While I don't think that the '90s can take down the '80s, it's close, man. It's way closer than I gave. I agreed. Any other decade, like it definitely beats down the 2000s or the you know 2010s. And the 70s, like the 70s has the birth of the things that would come to fruition in the 80s and 90s, but so, it just doesn't stand up against the 80s and 90s. I would agree with that, Ian. So I think it's safe to say 80s is our is our top decade, 90s comes in second place. Then it gets a little interesting. What comes in third place? Would it be the 70s or the 2010s? Maybe the 2010s. I think the 2010s, while it doesn't have quite the star power um, or... or the stars weren't the main draw. It was the movies, and then those movies turned those actors into bigger, uh, bigger stars. I I would lean toward the seventies because the seventies were more influential. The seventies um, had bigger, groundbreaking movies. They set the tone for a lot of what was to come. It's almost like the seventies. Well, we kind of the seventies redefined 
movie making. Well, we kind of don't know what's going to happen because we're right in the middle. Like, we're so close to it. Like, we don't know what kind of impact the movies right now that are winning awards. We don't know what the lasting ramifications for Get Out winning best screenplay is going to have moving forward. What kind of movies are going to come out of it? We know what Jaws being the first summer blockbuster did to movies. We don't know what is going to happen with any of these films that are being created right now. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's true. And I, I agree with you too. I, I agree with you to a point, but we know, like, we can see what happened between the 60s and the 70s. But, like, was there such a dramatic shift between the 90s and the 2000s? Or the 2000s and now? Like, I don't, I don't think movies have really shifted such a hard gear from one decade to the next as 60s and 70s did. So I don't know if... Like it doesn't look like the two thousands offerings. Yeah, you have stuff like stuff like Get Out, and there's such a big diversity push right now that we haven't seen before. So that has the and potential that, to take us yeah, where like you're I, talking about. I, I think that the stories that are being told right now are vastly different than the stories that we got before. I, I do. I, I think don't know. That if they the, are I don't know if the stories in the movies are a lot different. I think they they're being told by different people, but the uh, the end product, like, I don't know. If, well, I don't know if the final film. What do you is think is so, so different? ground is so groundbreaking as it was back then? Maybe, maybe. I mean, there weren't movies being made. I don't know. Like, I, get I, out. I don't know. Get like, out's great. A Wrinkle in Time is going to be really cool. But are they like how how different well, are they from stuff we've for, really seen before? How. You tell me what the difference between the jump from the seventies, the sixties to the seventies was. What was the what was the difference? The sixties was a lot of we got a lot of the fun beach movies. We got a lot of Alfred Hitchcock dramas. But the seventies, the seventies, everything got gritty. Like everything got really dramatic, really dirty, and it may have just been a product of the decade. Like the seventies were fucking shitty and then it got polished up in the 80s because it's just a reflection of the right. decade that we're living in like but yeah, we're but not the, talking about so the i mean in a way we are talking about society's impact in these decades because that's what the movies are reflecting right but like i mean maybe it was such a big jump from 60s to 70s that from the 2000s to 2010s like it just feels smoother was right? it the was it the jump from like the type of sort of generic, mostly generic stories that were being told in the 60s to the different voices that you're hearing in the 70s that were bringing different stories. A little bit. Maybe a similar jump's happening now. We just are so close and in it that we don't see it. That could be true, but the 70s uh, defined genres uh, that still kind of um, are what they are today based on kind of the way that they were defined back then. Um, everything from thrillers to sci-fi and fantasy. Um, I think we're still seeing that influence today, whereas like not really what the 60s offered. Um, franchises that began in the 70s are still going today. Uh, I just think that the 70s were, were, like Paul said, they were so influential that um, those ramifications are still felt. And I mean, they, they were the... 
that was the decade that kicked off what a blockbuster really is. Um, I think it changed kind of the way people go to movies and, and the way that they kind of consume them. Um, and which is also evolving now, the way that people consume movies and watch movies. Well, that, and yeah, but what's that's, even considered a movie is changing now with the granted. Yeah. But I mean, just in turn, that's in terms of like the distribution model I'm talking about in terms of like the, the way people like want to see things like the, um, the, the cultural phenomenon that things can, can be that started in the, in the seventies, I think, um, you know, the way that, that people lined up around blocks, things like that. That right. was that was a product of the seventies. Like right. I think Jaws was the first one, right? That But that now that. things explode on Twitter. It's it's just a different it's the well, maturation of that that's pro- not Twitter isn't movies. We're still get we're still Well no getting... no 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 no. Like people experience movies. Like the standing in line isn't movies either, Matt. Like you it's the experience of going to the movies and sharing the movies and sharing that experience that I'm talking about. If you're talking about standing in line, like sure. Okay. People stand in line, but people also like talk about the movies and stand in line to go see the movie. You don't go to Twitter to go see the movie. Right. I I guess so. Yes. People did start standing in line. I I would venture to guess that they stood in line in the fifties and, the I, 60s as well. I, I, would, I mean, I think lines weren't invented in the 70s. I, I don't think they were either, but I, I think that you're being um, uh, ignorant on purpose. Like, you, you know what to, I mean. To lines? I guess so, Matt. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking linist. Um, but uh, so I'll, I'll clarify what I meant because you're, you're not grasping No it. clarification uh, needed. Okay. Let's no, not let's not it. belabor the point of lines. I think we beat it into the fucking ground. So anyway, um, 80s, 90s, 70s, the top three of all time. I think so. I think 2000s puts up a, puts up a pretty good fight. I think by the time the you know 2010s is over, we could also get a, a a pretty good fight. And Ian, I think you're. I think you're onto something with the repercussions that this current wave of th- the way society is going uh, with movie making and TV and you know bringing so much diversity and everything. I think down the line we could see it, but right now, as the way the teams quote unquote stand, the '70s have the biggest punctuation mark of this is something different. This is something you haven't seen before. They absolutely do have the long-lasting, resonating legacy lineup. And maybe whenever we do this in 30 years. Oh, we'll all be dead. We're, and well, yeah, absolutely. Maybe when we do this in 30 years, we're like, holy shit, we were dummies about the 20 teens. But right now, as it stands, I think those are our top three. You know what? But if we're, if we're going to have like like tech, technological breakthroughs, you know, like effects breakthroughs, like... 80s isn't winning that battle. It's not? I mean, who? well, then who wins? Who wins, though? Technological breakthroughs would probably Park, be the 90s. Jurassic Park still holds up today. Like, the 80s kind of refined and polished what the 70s introduced, but the 90s revolutionized it. It changed everything with computers. But um, the most interesting thing about this exercise is, A, the 80s weren't, as dominant as I believed. I mean, they were great and very dominant, but the nineties 
we were not giving them any credit. But right. but what I think really surprised me, maybe almost as much as that, was the 2000s were so underwhelming. I agree. Like It was like movies in general took a massive step backwards after the trajectory of the 70s and 80s and 90s. And then it was like, I don't know if they were completely out of ideas There's until a, they had it, to like it, recharge. Is it turnover? Like stuff comes out and is gone so fast. There's no time to. I feel like really there's a big anything. hole in the I middle that, of the 2000s. Like the beginning kind of had some good stuff with the beginning uh, of like the superhero vibe that was like, happening. Right. But then and then there was nothing from like 04 to like 08. Give me two like or three nothing. from the 2000s that really stick out for you personally. Uh, the Dark Knight, the Kill Bill movies, um, Training Day is really awesome. Um, mean girls is in there as a comedy. Um, but like, you know, th- those, those would be the ones that I would point to. Paul, the first two Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. like Shrek was huge. The Harry Potters, but, but for you, you d- did you like Shrek? Yeah. 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 I, I like Shrek. Um, we didn't even name, yeah. Uh, Harry Potter you, you just named. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter, the Harry Potters, you know, but yeah, the two thousands, there's like, is as big as the Harry Potter movies are, like I don't, you know, like you you think about Star Wars and even though the even though the first one came out in seventy seven, the Star Wars Star Wars trilogy or eighties movies, but like I don't think of the Harry Potter movies or think of the two thousands and be like, oh, that's connected to Harry Potter. They're just their own thing. Like I don't know if it's a product of media at this point that the the tie to a certain decade is taken away, but nothing feels. Maybe it's just the fact that we're too close to it, that we're right in it, that it doesn't feel like, oh my god, that was such a 2000s movie. I don't know. Nothing has that identity with it. Agreed. Uh, yeah, maybe it takes a, a generation until it does. Um,. Because frankly, I'm surprised that the '90s seems to have that identity, but it does. Yeah, I I always think that the 2000s and the 2010s like kind of slides into each other, and they're sort of the same kind of decade. Yeah, there's no distinct to me. There's no distinctive music that I can point to to either decade. I would agree with that. All kind of sloshes together. Even like if you think the films, like we keep making mistakes, like. Did this happen then, or did it happen ten years before? Who knows? Who totally. Could ever know? You know, it's really funny. Well, uh, this is like a horrible way to lead in with what I was going to say, but like stylistically, right? The clothes that we wore in ni- in in like the two thousands. Um, you know, you ever see like footage of nine eleven, and you see uh, the way people are dressed and everything, and and it it doesn't look like it was. 20 years ago or, no. or almost 20 years ago it looks like it could have been five years ago have we as the three of us just kind of stopped evolving or is i do it think that, society in general well i mean maybe stylistically we have but uh i mean we're, i think we keep up with the times a little bit do we <laughs> no, i went through a bunch of old pictures today from an old an old portable drive that I have from, a, and a, there were a lot of pictures from the early 2000s in there, and it's a lot of big t-shirts. Yeah, big t-shirts yeah. was that big the thing? T-shirts. It's a lot of carpenter jeans <laughs> with the loop, the yeah. hammer loop. Yeah, it's a it's it's a loop was great. You could put your hammer there, and, and it's 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 <laughs> different. And like that's just that's just you know what I picked out of those pictures looking through them. But 
like the I think the slide from styles from the 2000s to now is a lot more gradual. Like you went from like 80s like 80s and 90s like paper color t-shirts and hammer pants and like starter jackets into the 2000s when it like everything like it was just like a, a huge drop to chill out nothing's gonna be so bright we're wearing earth tones all the time lower your voice and but 2000s 2010s it's just all kind of the same thing it's like yeah. we're we're graduating toward the sci-fi futuristic version where of the, the the earth where everyone's wearing the same thing everyone's like wearing the same outfit huh well there you have it 80s, 90s, 70s, 2010s, and, and poor 2000s, you suck. With a little social fashion commentary as dessert for good measure. Because <laughs> why wouldn't we? Thanks to everyone for tuning in and listening to us tonight. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. Matt Casal. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>